Do you have freedom? In essence, are you allowed to be you? Do you have the quality or state of being free? The power to do as one pleases, freedom from physical restraint, freedom from arbitrary or despotic control, the power of choice? Are you sovereign? That is the Liberty Mindset. Let us foster our curiosity and seek Thank the truth. Enough. Well, welcome everybody to the Liberty Mindset. My name's Gregor and I'm here with Christopher Key. Christopher managed to get arrested last year. Congratulations, sir. That was quite an accomplishment. Um, now, I understand it, uh, there's a couple of things I really want to talk about, and then we can branch off into whatever. Um, my computer's giving me reminders. I didn't, I don't know why. Uh, first, there's two things. First off, According to the official articles, you're arrested for trespassing. Yet I'm guessing it was because you did not put a mask on. 100% true, brother. I, I will never cover my face. I will mm -hmm. never spit in my image of my Lord and Savior. And I know the science. I've studied the science backwards, forwards, and sideways. And I will never, never cover my face. And I was one of the first people in the country um, to get arrested. And uh, would you like for me to go into that story real quick, brother? Please, exactly. Um, this is a story I've really never told out in public, but I have studied these satanic Luciferians um, for nearly 24 years. And we'll go into why I studied them and why I know what I know because of my children. But when this whole pandemic started, um, I knew what was coming. And I went to Whole Foods. I went to Target. I went to Walmart. I went to all the box chain stores and I served them my documents that said, look, I have a constitutional right to enter your facility. I have a religious exemption and I have a medical exemption. And you guys are open for public accommodation and you have to honor that. They all laughed at me. They all made fun of me. Mm -hmm. And I said, fine, you need to talk to counsel. So about two weeks went by and they all called me back and they said, Mr. Key, you're correct. We will allow you to enter our facility with no mask on. And that was perfectly fine uh, for nearly three months. And three months in, I get a phone call from a very good friend of mine who works at Whole Foods. And he calls me and says, Christopher, you need to understand that Whole Foods, because of you, have passed a new policy. Okay, hear what I said, a policy that anybody that wishes to enter the facility because of their constitutional rights, because of their medical exemption, their religious exemption, not a problem. But in order for them to do that, we have to take your temperature and we have to ask you seven medical questions so that we can then determine whether you have COVID or not. Now, I'm guessing this was not by any sort of licensed or registered nurse. Well, no, any 18-year-old kid can do that, right? I'm guessing that's what they would have said because they're not going to hire a full-time medical staff just to check their clients coming in. Well, well brother, that, that's what I said. And I said, sir, I said, I more than anybody, when, when you understand your listeners figure out who I am, which again, I'm the least of these, but when you figure out who I am and what I've done, I, I'm like, brother, I more than anybody knows that is practicing medicine without a license. And you cannot, will not do that. And I said, guys, if you want to have a physician there, if you want to have a nurse practitioner there and, and, and they want to take my temperature and, and they want to have me answer these medical questions, not a problem. But an 18-year-old 
young man, young woman can't do that. And he said, well, Christopher, that's why I called you, because I know this is unconstitutional. I know this is illegal. Will you come deal with it? And I said, sure, brother, I'll come deal with it. So I, I went down to Whole Foods and um, I served the documents um, to the young child that was 18 years old, trying to take my my, my temperature and um, answer these medical questions. I said, sir, I want to go ahead and do my shopping and um, you need not to practice medicine without a license because if you do, I'm going to support, I'm going to um, report you to the American Medical Association and the Alabama Medical Association. So I went in, did my shopping. Of course, they called the police. The police showed up. Um, I served them my documents and said, look, this facility is open for public accommodation. This young man is not a medical doctor. He has no right to ask me these medical questions or to take my temperature. I said, but guys, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to leave, okay, because evidently you guys don't understand the law, and I'm going to leave these documents with you, and seven days from today, I will be back. So seven days from the day, I first go to the sheriff's department, and I serve the sheriff with these same documents and say, look, this is what happened last week. You know, these guys seem to think that they're above the law, and I need you guys to understand the law because I'm going back there to do my shopping, and if you guys come and arrest me, I will be holding every one of you liable for kidnapping because that's what is happening if you guys come there and arrest me is kidnapping. Mm -hmm. I then left the sheriff's office. I went to the chief of police, and you have to understand, brother, I I'm very strategic in everything I do. Um, I chose Mount Brook, Alabama, because Mount Brook, Alabama is the second wealthiest city in the United States of America. Mm -hmm. I did it at Whole Foods because Whole Foods is owned by who? Amazon owns yep. Whole Foods. And thirdly, brother, the chief of police, I, I was the quarterback on my football team. The chief of police was my center. Oh, and <laughs> Having played center, yes, there's always a special relationship between. Uh, yes, there is, my brother. Between, between uh, you know, quarterback in the center, quarterback so, in the center. They, they, they're, they're so much. You know, people don't realize it's not just throwing a ball back there. It's a lot more than. Yes, that. sir, so, brother. So I went into Jay Loggins, who is the chief of police of Mount Brook, and I said, "Brother, I said, look, this is what happened. I'm going back there today, and I'm going to do my shopping." And I said, "Look." You guys cannot arrest me for trespassing. I said, if you arrest me for trespassing, Jay, I'm going to own your home, your pension, your retirement. I said, brother, this is 100% illegal. This is unlawful. They cannot. If, if they want to have a medical doctor there, then fine. He's like, Christopher, who's you don't Gil Yermo? Do I? Yeah. <laughs> who's Gil Yermo? Who's Gary Yermo? Yeah. Um, he is my tech guy. Okay. Do I need to admit him or? No, why okay. is he? I don't know. He's in the meeting, so I mean, he's okay. in the meeting room. So okay, I don't know why he's in the meeting room. Well, if he lets, if he, if he, if he will let you know if I need to admit him for some reason, I'm game with that. I just, I just didn't know who he was. Oh yeah. So anyway, sorry about that, so everybody. They, <laughs> so anyway, they um, uh, he says, Christopher, my hands are tied, brother. He says, you know, we're going to have to let this be settled in the courts, mm -hmm. and I'm like, Jay. This is not lawful. You are the law of the land, and you can make this go away. When they call you this evening, all you have to do is say, he is not trespassing. You guys are open for public accommodation. 
and he has every right to shop there. And he's like, no, Christopher, if they want to arrest you for trespassing, we will have to come down and arrest you and we'll have to have it settled in court. So I went there. They arrested me. I went to my arraignment and that was where it was priceless because at my arraignment, um, the judge practiced law for the from the bench because uh, he asked me if I was Christopher Key and I told him I was the administrator for Christopher Key and um, I told him I was the living man Christopher Key and who have I damaged who have I harmed and if I have I'm here to offer remedy and I said he said well how do you plea and I said look I'm not entering a plea I said before I do anything I need to know that you took an oath an oath can you confirm you took an oath? And you know what he told me, brother? No, he can't. He says, I do not have to answer that. Hmm. So we went back and forth. And finally, um, I, I did everything I could to be arrested that day because I'd been in front of the same <laughs> judge before. Okay. This judge knows me mm -hmm. and I've been before this judge before and I won and I did everything I could to get arrested because I had, about 500 people there. Um, Alan Keyes, you know who Alan Keyes was? Yeah. Uh, Alan Keyes was there, and 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 I had uh, we were going live from the Stu Peters Network, so we had a uh, a lot of good PR. So I, I was wanting to be arrested because I knew that would do nothing but build this case because this was in the very beginning, guys. This was right when the whole masking thing just started, mm -hmm. and my whole goal with this was to set the precedence because I knew what was coming. So. He enters a plea for me of, of not guilty. So we, we, we then go to court. And on the day of my court, um, I get a phone call from the um, the district attorney saying, Mr. Key, in 30 years of practicing law, I've never seen this happen, but the judge has removed you from his jurisdiction. I'm so, wait, so, whoa, 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 whoa. Removed you from his jurisdiction? Yes, sir. Okay, that's a fascinating phrase. Yeah, tell me about it. See, um, when I did this in Mount Brook, uh, Mount Brook is the smaller city and it's under the jurisdiction of what's called Jefferson County. Okay. So he didn't want to have anything to do with me. So he removed me and, and gave it to Jefferson County. So I had a court. Oh, so, he, was, so he was a city judge and he, uh, he, he switched it over to the county. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So he moved it over into the county and I go into the, I had to go in for a new county arraignment. And of course, this was right in the, the midst of all the mass thing. And I go in and I always have a camera too. And the, the bailiff starts wigging out because everything was doing being done Zoom. And I show up and he's like, oh my God, you can't be here. You got no mask on. What are you doing? And um, he hurried up and, and let me get arraigned and, 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 and walked out. So when I came back for the trial, okay, he says, Mr. Key, um, you know, I've talked to the judge and um, we understand that, you know, you, you can't put a mask on and whatnot. So um, the judge has agreed to let you come into court last. I said, well, beautiful. So five minutes go by and he comes back and says, Mr. Key, um, I, I just talked to the judge and um, she now wants to do this via Zoom. I'm like, okay, I can do it by Zoom. You know, we got a little office over here. So you're going to go back in this office and, and get set up. So I get set up in the little office and um, five minutes later, he comes back and says, Mr. Key, um, 
the, the judge says we can't do this via Zoom and you got to enter the courtroom. I said, that, no problem. I'll, I'll enter the courtroom. Not a big deal. Fine. Well, let, let, let's go. He said, but, but Mr. Key, you, you got to put a mask on. <laughs> and I said, not going to happen, brother. I said, the reason why I'm here is because I didn't put a mask on. There is no way I'm putting a mask on. He said, Mr. Key, you, you, you don't understand. Um, the, the judge is going to arrest you if you don't put a mask on. I said, sir, my face will never, ever be covered. He said, sir, you got one more chance. I said, you can chance me all you want. So next yeah. thing I know, brother, they handcuffed me outside the courtroom. Okay. And the police, now listen, everybody, everybody hear this. Okay. I could not enter the courtroom because I would not cover my face. So outside the courtroom, they put handcuffs on me. And guess where they take me? Into the courtroom. Into the courtroom <laughs> with no mask on. No mask on. I, I go into the courtroom with no mask on. But but since I got handcuffs on, I guess it's safe then, right? Well, the you know, court knows yeah. if your if your hands are cuffed. Just if you're sitting in a restaurant or if your hands are cuffed, you can take the mask off. You can take the mask off. So anyway. They take me into the courtroom and they run me back in the back of the judge, back downstairs, and then they they put me in a jail cell, and um, I'm there for 24 hours. Uh, the next day, um, the judge does a Zoom trial um, with me from the jail cell, where um, they denied all my motions and wouldn't let wouldn't read any of my evidence, you know, any of the documents that I put into court. And I finally just said, I said, look, uh, I said, ma'am, um, if you're going to be like this, uh, there's no reason for us to move forward. I'm going to go ahead and appeal this to the Field Secret Court of Appeals. And she said, well, good. I find you guilty and I sentence you to 30 days in prison. So <laughs> luckily, um, she allowed me to sign my signature bond, um, which I signed it under duress and stress. And um, I was able to leave that day. And um, I appealed it, and we had an appellate court where I was going to have a trial by jury last month. And um, I had a friend who is a attorney, but he's not my attorney, guys. Please understand, I have no attorney. I am the living, breathing Christopher Key. I have what's called counsel, okay? Um, mm -hmm. And... Sadly, I, I want to beat them in their own playing field because once we do this, they will. this will set the precedence and we'll never have to put these masks on ever again. So I go into court and my counsel is at the beach and um, the, the judge asked, um, you know, for Christopher Key. And I said, you know, I'm, 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 I'm the man, Christopher Key. And she said, well, where's your attorney? I said, ma'am, I, I have no attorney. She said, but there, there's a, there's an attorney that put a motion. I said, I don't care what some attorney did. I, I have no attorney. You know, I, I have a friend that is counsel. And she said, well, we, we can't move forward until your, your, your counsel gets here. And um, so I, I sat down and later on that evening, um, my counsel showed up and um, he delivered his motion to dismiss. It was a 31 count motion. And of course the judge denied it. And my counsel said, if you're going to deny this fabulous, um, you have to deny it in a manner um, written so that we can appeal this to the Alabama Supreme court. And she agreed and they went in and, and submitted um, a case where 
um, another Alabama person was arrested because they entered a store with a service dog. And because of this service dog, uh, that person was trespassed. And, and this was the case precedence that, that allowed them um, to appeal the, or to, to allow the uh, judgment to be upheld. So this judgment was appealed. Okay. So once it was appealed, the order is removed. If you know anything about law, and these are things I don't know about, but my counsel is 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 running for the district attorney of Alabama. And he he told me this. He says, Christopher, he says, you understand that as soon as you appealed this literally two years ago, that you could enter Whole Foods. And I was like, do what? You know, so you you mean I can still shop in Whole Foods? And not, not that I want to, you know, right. I'm sure they don't want to. And he said, yeah. He said, you want to go down there right now? I said, I would love to. I said, but before we do that, let's go back over to my buddy Jay Loggins and, and, and let's go back to the sheriff and 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 present them these documents. So I go back to the sheriff. I, I go back to the chief of police and, and I present the order to them, showing them that this case has been appealed and we're waiting on the appeal. And Jay Loggins was not there, but the officers were. And they said, Mr. Key, they said, we don't care what order has been appealed. If Whole Foods wants to arrest you, they can. And I said, no, they can't. <laughs> I have to I have to do something wrong just because I'm entering Whole Foods and they don't like me because I refuse to put a mask on two years. They can't just arrest me. And I said, Christopher, they can arrest you for any reason whatsoever. And I said, you know, I am a Christian. They're defying my Christian beliefs. They said, we don't care. And I said, look, brother, I'm going back to Whole Foods. And if you guys arrest me, I said, guys, you don't want to get involved with this. And, and my counsel is saying, Christopher, they're not going to arrest you. Christopher, they're not going to arrest you. So that next day, brother, we, we me and my counsel go to Whole Foods. And, and the whole time my counsel is saying, Christopher, they're, they're not going to arrest you. So we walk into Whole Foods. And as soon as I walk in, the manager, who, of course, knows me, um, immediately calls the police. and um, my counsel gives, tries to give him the documents. He says, I don't care what documents you have that Christopher Key's not allowed here in Whole Foods, and we're going to arrest him. Oh, did they have a restraining order at this point? They didn't, No, right? sir, none, okay. zero, not a zilch. And again, that's what my counsel said, that, you know, the way the law reads, if, if, if they don't like me, you know, they can get a temporary restraining order and then go down and file it with the judge, and the judge will rule on that. But again, that would never happen because I have not, cause irreparable harm to anybody so mm -hmm. you can't do that just because they don't like me they can't do that right you know so the police show up and of course they arrest me <laughs> a second time and um we have well th this is a funny part um so now i've been arrested a third time um <laughs> and i was supposed to have a new arraignment for this last case on may the no, April, May, on April the 5th of last last week. And um, my counsel calls and Mount Brook can't find it anywhere in their files. They, they don't know. They don't know what happened to it. They have no idea what happened to it. And come to find out that, again, the judge moved it from Mount Brook to Jefferson County again. So now I have a court 
trial for the second case on May the 15th, and we're still ready on the order um, from the judge on the main case that we will be taking to the Alabama Supreme Court. Because again, guys, they are going to continue to get you and force you to bow down until we stand up. And, and, and people say, Christopher, you know, why are you doing this for attention? You did look, do you really think that I want to freaking get on a plane? I'm in Boynton, Florida now and fly all the way to Alabama just to get arrested so that I have to go back in and go to court again and mm-hmm. again. No, guys, I'm doing this for my children, my grandchildren. I'm doing this for you because these Satanists are going to do everything they can to get us to bow down. And that's why we, the people, have to speak up. We have to speak out because this is mass eugenics, brother. This is mass eugenics, and the people out there don't understand what is happening. What are your thoughts, brother? Well, um, you know, I'm a libertarian by trade-ish. Well, not by trade, but by by um, vocation anyway. And uh, I'm a, you know, I, I started off with putting the masks on and I live in Oregon and this is, you know, Satan central, as you would call it, probably. Um, I don't live in Portland proper, but I live outside of there. And, you know, I, when they I finally got to a point where um, I was, you know, right when I said, you know what, I'm done with the masking, they suddenly ended the masking here in Oregon, but that's because so many people weren't doing it. Um, and, uh, it's an, you know, it's an interesting, I, I can acknowledge your, uh, I understand the argument about your face covering, um, having being made in God's image. That's actually not a foreign concept to me. That's not the reason I wasn't, wasn't re- willing to wear a mask, but I understand that. And, you know, the health concerns, as you pointed out, the, all the research shows that they do nothing. Yeah, I mean, the most common, the most, the most recent research actually indicates that even wearing Arms. masks in um, a surgical situation is actually higher risk. Yes. I mean, you know, and, and, and so that's shocking. Um, I'm retired and I'm doing this as a hobby and I've, it's opened my eyes to so many things. I've started studying things about law and things. And, you know, that you talked about not having a lawyer and having a counsel. You know, here in Oregon, it's uh, our our court system is so overwhelmed, and you can't literally get a lawyer. Um, even if you know, can't get a there's they, we have this whole department that handles pro bono cases. You know, we have free law, except for they don't have enough to go around. And one of the things I'm noticing with people is if they actually just stand up and say, "I don't need a lawyer," and I want a jury trial. All of a sudden, things start happening. Things start falling apart. They start dropping cases, and especially if you're in Portland, unless you're unless you're conservative, you're not going to get arrested for anything, right? Um, in Portland, if you you know wear a cross on your around your a gold cross around your neck, and you look at somebody cross-eyed, they will arrest you. But um, I don't know. It's I, I'm a I'm a firm believer in that we should not be wearing masks, and the research is just you know. I, Long COVID is now becoming a thing they're doing on TV shows, right? They're talking about this concept of long COVID um, as, you know, as part of the entertainment. Well, I have long COVID, and so I've been treated for this forever. It's like, nope. You know, I'm a severely overweight guy, and I managed to survive without any problems the entire pandemic. I'm over 50. I'm over 60 pounds overweight. More than that, a lot more than that, but we won't talk about that. 
Um, and yet, because in the last five years, I've started, you know, really working on losing weight and eating well, I really feel that when I got my dose of COVID, which I got, it was a bad cold. It was, you know, I felt really miserable for four days and that was it. Um, and, uh, you know, so I'm, I, now, of course, you know, the science people will sit there and, and thumb at the, at the whole vaccine thing that we should all get vaccinated. And all. And I'm going to say, talk to your doctor and make your choice. Okay. I, you know, that's, I'm not going to be the one that says, don't get the vaccine. I'm going to say, talk to your doctor and make your choice. I'm not, an, I'm not an advisor. As for me, I've never, you know, I, I, I got the vaccines the first time around because the math, I'm a math geek and the math said it was working. And a few months later, the numbers changed and it's not working. So I never got a booster and guess what? I'm fine and I'm happy. And, you know, I don't, you know, have any side effects, you know, thank God. And here I am, you know, so I, I love your story and the fact that you're fighting this yourself. Um, there is a, a fellow and a comedian by the name of uh, Mark uh, Whitney, who uh, was actually jailed on IRS charges and managed to get himself completely exonerated after studying in, you know, get himself exonerated after studying in, in jail for his tax crimes. And now he owns a website that all the lawyers subscribe to to search law. I mean, you know, and this guy's he's self-educated. He's nothing, you know, he's nothing yeah. but uh, just a guy that's self-educated. And I think that's part of the, one of the things that inspires me about your story is that um, you're doing this essentially on your own. Yeah, you have counsel and I'm not saying you shouldn't have somebody to advise you. That's, that's just wisdom. But I've spent the last couple of years studying Supreme Court cases and, and Ninth Circuit Court cases and uh, I moved to Oregon five years ago. I started studying the Supreme Court cases here, the, the Oregon Supreme Court cases. You can learn so much by just reading these cases. And now we have, you know, we have tools that you can do that help you do research. I would really encourage people to start literally putting their foot down and saying, I want a jury trial. I want a fast trial, which are both guaranteed in the Constitution. And I can't, you know, you can't guarantee results because every county is different, but it's really, what I find also fascinating is currently we're in a weird position in America where all of a sudden we're starting to see the rule of law start to come back this year, like in the last year or so. Um, the U.S. Supreme Court, you know, has managed to have some changes and all of a sudden the Second Amendment is winning. And um, I'm sure that Fourth Amendment is going to start winning because these same people are going to look at it and say, well, here's the case in text and history just like they talked about with the uh, New York Rifle and uh, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus uh, Bruin. You know, they said you have to look at the text and the history and that's where we're, that's what we're finding. And even left-wing judges are saying, well, I have to look at the text of the history. And when I look at the text and the history, I have to decide that, no, you can't restrict these people. We just had red flag, flag laws struck down. We just had, um, you know, magazine bans are about to be, eliminated probably in the uh, uh, the Ninth Circuit found that California's uh, gun registration or gun um, list was illegal. 
I mean, the Ninth Circuit Court, and there are a bunch of nut jobs over there. Yeah. So I'm encouraged in the fact that there's a lot of things happening. And I'm encouraged in the fact that you're pursuing this, because you're absolutely right. If we suddenly realize that there is nothing, they can't force us to do these things. If they Once they finally figure that out permanently, then things will get better. Now, again, you know, you want to wear a mask, I'm not going to stop anybody. But the government doesn't get to tell me to wear a mask because there's no research, there's no science. I mean, the quack we had running the NIH, NIHA, um, you know, he was in the organization for a long time. You know, he was the guy that told us in the 80s and 90s that you could get AIDS from cereal boxes. Right? I was Fauci. Yes, you it know? was. And, and that's uh, where... And, and, you know, and I, I, I grew up through all this time. I grew up through our ice age in the 1970s. You know, I remember that we're all going to die from the ice and now we're all going to die from heat stroke. And, um, you know, I'm all against all odds here. I am. So I'm just going to yeah, say, yeah. be patient and wait. Things will change. They always do. And, and that's where guys, you know, I respect everybody that's listening. I respect your opinion. Okay. And, and if you want to put on two masks, like ferret Fauci told you, if you want to put your, your, your pantyhose over your two masks, you know, mm -hmm. go ahead. That that is your that right. is your choice. It, you know that is your. If you want to take the vaccine and you want to take a booster for the rest of your life, go ahead. But don't tell me that I've got to do this to protect you. Mm -hmm. Don't. I will worry about me, and you worry about you. Plain and simple. Well, you know, you know and that's the, that's the way it's supposed to be. The fascinating thing people keep talking about how the government has a right to do this to you, and it's like, yeah, well, there's no case law that says they do. They, the only case they can point to is some, something from the 1800s on, when it came to measles vaccine. Some guy yep. refused to get one. And that was about a $5 fine. A $5 dollar fine, which, you know, today would be $500. But still, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, that they could fine him for not getting it, but they couldn't force him to get it. Nope. And that law still stands today. And uh, again, I'm, it's up to you whether you get it or not. Make your own informed choice. It's just... For me, when I started doing the math, and, and I was using Oregon State numbers, right, to do the math, it's like, okay, the vaccine at this point was working, and it seemed to be good, and I'm overweight, and I'm high risk. Luckily, I don't have diabetes or anything, but I'm overweight, and I have some breathing problems. Okay, those are two strikes against me, so I took the vaccine. But six months later, all the numbers shifted, and everybody, vaccinated or not, was getting it. And today... From what I understand, you know, A, hardly anybody's getting the boosters, but the folks they're finding that are getting sick the most are the ones that are getting the right. boosters. And uh, that's just a numbers thing. It's not, I'm not saying that the vaccine doesn't work. I'm not saying anything at all like that. I'm just saying when I look at the numbers, this is it. And uh, so I have to make my own decision. And my wife and I actually disagree. She has, you know, she hasn't gotten her boosters in a year, but she did, you know, she got some. And well, brother, that's can okay. I, can I'm I, still married. <laughs> can I go into that? Because this is something that, that I have to talk about. If you'll give me like 10 minutes, are we good to talk about vaccines? Oh, yeah. All yours. Guys, my name is Christopher. Uh, plain and simple, Christ is in me, is in my name, and they can't stand that. Um, my last name is Key, just like a door key. God's given us all the keys to open up the doors that Satan never wanted unlocked. We have to do this for God's people, but more importantly, we have to do this for his children. Because our children, 
they have no future if we don't stand up to this tyranny right now. Right now in America, one in three of the American men are infertile. One in four of the females are infertile. In the animal kingdom, when it gets to be one in two, that animal goes extinct. Right now, we're in the midst of the sixth extinction, and very few people in the world are talking about this. Let, let, let me tell you a little bit about myself and why you might want to listen to what I have to say. I've been part of four national championships, three Super Bowls, seven consecutive championships in a row. I've been on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I've been on 60 Minutes. You name it, we've been a part of it. Nine years ago, this is the one that you really need to understand. Nine years ago, the government came in, fined me hundreds of millions of dollars, seized everything I own, and closed me down. And I've got a court order in the state of Alabama where I can never, for life, practice anything that has to do with health, wellness, and pain management for life. Why? Because I was helping God's people, but more importantly, I was helping his children, and I was doing it without drugs, without chemicals, without surgery. Plain and simple. And why I know what I know goes back to my greatest accomplishment in life, and that was the day I became a father. That was the day I became a father. And guys, my background is in exercise physiology and kinesiology. I owned a bunch of health clubs. I brought to market a device called the BiPod that's now the gold standard around the world for measuring body fat. I made a lot of accomplishment, but, but that day my children were born. That was my greatest accomplishment in life. But more importantly, guys, my life changed forever. Why? Because my twins, I had twins. I became a father of twins. My twins were born with one of the most rare diseases on the planet called phenylketonuria, otherwise known as PKQ, where my twins will never, ever eat any protein. No milk, no chicken, no cheese, no fish, no birthday cake, no ice cream, no bean protein. If my children take in any protein, it becomes toxic, goes straight to the brain. And it causes the most extreme mental retardation there is. And this was the greatest blessing for me because I was forced, I was forced to do what the Lord commands each and every one of us to do, especially as parents, is to test and prove all things. Not some things, but all things. And guys, when I went to the Sparks Clinic, at UAB in Birmingham, Alabama, and my team of doctors said, look, Mr. Key, you've got to research anything and everything that goes in their temple, brother. you got to take a fine-tooth comb, and you really got to make sure because you have no idea how rare this is and how toxic this can be for your children. And um, you guys don't know me very much, but I'm an extremist, and <laughs> and um, I take everything to the nth degree on everything I do. Uh -huh. And when that was told to me about my children, the next day we had to go to the pediatrician. And I go to the pediatrician and I tell the pediatrician about my children, their PKU. And he's like, wow, Mr. Key, I've never had a child with PKU, much less two. I've only read about this in textbooks. And I said, well, doc, what, what can you tell me about these vaccines? Because guys, look, I had had eight vaccines. I thought that vaccines were the best thing since sliced bread. You know, I didn't know anything about them whatsoever. 
And I said, well, doc, what can you tell me about these vaccines? Because, you know, my kids have this PKU. I need to make sure that there's no protein in there. You know, what, what can you tell me? He said, well, Christopher, I'm glad you asked that, brother, because your children are part of this new schedule where they will receive 72 vaccines before they're 18 years of age. And I'm like, dang, doc, that's 72? Is it 72? I, I said, doc, I love research, brother. I, that's one of my passions. I love to do randomized double-blind placebo studies. I, I love to look at research. I said, doc, doc, can you show me a study? I, I need to see a study, brother, that this new schedule's safe. Can I see a study? He said, well, sure, Christopher. There, there's, there's studies all over the place, brother. They're everywhere. I said, okay, can I see one? And he said, he said, right now? I was like, yeah, right now. You're wanting to inject my precious children with this new schedule. You know, I, I got to see it safe. He says, well, Christopher, um, no, nobody, nobody's ever asked me that before. And I said, do what? I said, brother, I got to see a study. He says, well, Christopher, um, um, I'll get you one, but I can't get it for you right now. And I said, I can wait. I can wait. No problem. I'll wait. He says, well, it, 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 it's going to be a little while. You know, he said, but I'll, I'll have it ready for your next appointment. It's okay. That's fair. That's fair. So about a week or so goes by. We come back into the pediatrician's office and we're in the back and, and the nurse has three shots set up for my daughter three shots set up for my son and they're about to inject my children. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Doc was supposed to show me this study that this new schedule safe. I said, you're not touching my children to me and Doc talks. So Greg, he, he goes and gets Doc. Doc comes in. He won't look at me. He comes into the, into the room. He says, Christopher, um, Christopher, uh, Christopher, um, there are no studies, but Christopher, they have to be safe. They've been approved by the FDA. They've been approved by the CDC and the AMA. And I look at him and I said, brother, I don't care. I got to see a study that this new schedule's safe. He's like, why, why are you going to act like that? I mean, why, why are you going to act I'm like, dude, why am I going to act like that? I said, brother, you took an oath. You took mm -hmm. an oath to do no harm. And you're telling me there's no study to show this new schedule safe, and you just injected it to those other children, and now you're wanting to put in my children? Like, what the hell are you smoking? I was like, what, what is your problem? Thank God that day we left, brother. And, and I, and I got to tell your listeners something, okay, because this blew me away nearly nine months ago when I was telling this same story to a four-term congressman from Georgia, who's a medical doctor, and I'm telling this story, and he stops me, and he says, Christopher, do you know the American doctors in America have no longer taken an oath to do no harm since 1973? Did you know that, brother? I actually did, because I researched it a couple of weeks ago for something else. I was looking at the Hippocratic Oath and um, chatting with my doctor, and I, re I asked her what oath she took and it's like but that's not the same thing guys since 1973 when roe versus wade passed and they could murder uh -huh. our little precious children they could no longer take that oath to do no harm they couldn't do it so please i am the vaccine police 
I'm the guy that's got billboards all across the country. I'm the guy that has stood up to the pharmacist. I'm the guy that when I walk into a pharmacist now, if the pharmacist sees me coming, they will physically close down the gates. <laughs> I'm not kidding, brother. They will close down the gates when they see me coming because they don't want to be presented my paperwork. Because once I give them these documents, they no longer have plausible deniability. Right. And the next person that is damaged or dies they will be held criminally and civilly liable. Because, guys, Nuremberg 2.0 is coming. It is. It is coming, and, and I do what I do out of love because I do not want these people to be hung. I don't. But, guys, they're going to be because they have no longer plausible deniability because it only – I'm dyslexic. I'm ADHD. I'm LD. Yeah, I'm dumber than dumb. And if I can figure this stuff out, which I can barely freaking read – you guys have no excuse, zero excuse. Just for historical reference, for those listening, um, the Nuremberg 2.0, the concept of the Nuremberg trials um, was, of course, we are all familiar with the uh, trials for the Nazis that uh, took care of the camps. But what came out of that, part, part of that was actually an international law regarding experimentation on humans for medical purposes because of Joseph Mengele, who was a German scientist that did all kinds of things. And he was tried at Nuremberg, and out of that came the Nuremberg Guidelines, which are part of, codified as part of international law. Just, I'm a history buff. That's one of the things nobody ever knows about. So Nuremberg 2.0 is something I have heard about, breathed quietly on the internet for our last situation um, because of the quality of the medical practice that we've had over the last couple of three or four years mandated by the government. And guys, you have to understand in the beginning, they openly told you this was for experimental use only, and you were the experiment. And I was the first one to uncover the package insert. And when I went to the pharmacist in Mount Brook, Alabama, and I got them to pull out the package insert and together we opened it up. Their faces were priceless because the package insert said intentionally blank, mm -hmm. intentionally blank. And I said, how as a pharmacist can you be injecting this experimental vaccine into people when you have no clue what's in it? And both of them looked at me like, holy cow. But, 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 but again, you know, they believe it was safe and effective because, you know, the government wrote it out and said, you know, guys, I'm here to a, a little, a little quick, you know, your government, your government does not love you. Your government does not want to keep you safe. Your government only wants to protect a corporation. That's my belief. Okay. And I tell about not a medical doctor. Please don't believe anything I've told you today. You do what the Lord commands you to do. And that is test and prove all things. And I promise you, when you do that and you ask him, he will show you the truth. And that's what happened to me because I went down this rabbit hole 24 years ago. And what I've learned, I can't unlearn. And what I know has been unbelievable. And what I've done is help people with that knowledge. And, and that's why the government's done everything they can for the last 24 years to shut me up and shut me down. Because I have one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to do what Jesus did and more. And people say, Christopher, you got a Jesus complex. No, I don't. I, I understand my Bible and I want to do what Jesus did and more. 
And, and that's why I'm here. And when, when I begin to study vaccines, guys, you have to go back to 1986 when Ronald Reagan, then president, who most people love and, and, and they think he was a wonderful, fabulous president. But again, it gets very complicated when you understand the right and the left are, are, are the same head to the snake. And, and that's where it gets really interesting. Um, and you have to go back to WWF wrestling and whatnot. And it, it's, it's all smoke and mirrors. But when I realized that in 1986, Ronald Reagan has the Vaccine Injury Act, that was the act that exempt all vaccine companies of any and all liability. Did you hear what I just said? In 1986, mm -hmm. Ronald Reagan passed the Vaccine Injury Act that exempt all vaccine companies of any and all liability. Why did he do this? Because so many people were dying and being damaged from vaccines that the vaccines companies came to him and said, look, guys, if you don't exempt us of all liability, we're going to go bankrupt and we won't be able to manufacture these vaccines. And, and, and these people thought vaccines were fabulous. So they're like, oh, no, we can't do that. So we got to take care of that. But listen to this. Wouldn't you love, brother, to have a company that the government exempts you of all liability and then they mandate it that the entire population buy the product? Wouldn't you love to have that company, brother? Oh, man, you cannot beat that economic plan. I mean, th this is what happened. This is not funny. This happened in 1986. But yet, the telelive vision, you know why I call it the telelive vision? Because it lies, lies, and it tells double lies on Sundays with your 501c3 fake corporation churches that, that, are, that are under the control of the government. That's why every one of these freaking churches, for the most part, they all told you what? You got to have a mask on. You got to put your mask on. And, and we got to shut down. We got to shut down. So this happened in 86, but, but, but what really disturbed me, brother, is what happened in 2010. And, th and this is what very few people know and very few people talk about. But in 2010, go look it up, Wyatt versus Brishwicks. 2010, the U.S. Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, the, the one that overruled Roe versus Wade this past year, thank God, which I don't know about that because now I'm worried because now they're saying not my body, my, not my choice. So now they can do whatever procedures on you. And that's a whole nother scary thing, but not for another day. But anyway, Roe versus Wade, I'm sorry, um, Wyatt versus Bushwick 2010 ruled that all vaccines are unavoidably unsafe. This is what happened in 2010. This, this case set the precedence that many people don't understand because before this you could still sue the pharmaceutical companies and win millions and millions of dollars but when this ruling went through it basically said look if you people are so deceived and you want to continue to take these bioweapons any damage any death that occurs to you is on you and the most you can do now is go to vaccine injury court and the most you can get if your child dies is $250,000. But yet, the televisions say they're safe and effective, but over $4.3 billion have been paid out to those that have been damaged by these bioweapons. And HHS, Health and Human Services, did a report in 2010 that basically proved that less than 1% of the population actually report to being damaged because it's so freaking hard. Guys, please let that sink in. But what's more importantly that needs to sink in is that in 2018, a lot of people know who Robert Kennedy Jr. is. He just announced that he's running for president. 
Okay, Robert Kennedy Jr. A lot of people may not know who Dill Bigtree is, but he uh, was the one that was the uh, director of the, the TV show, The Doctors. The two of them sued HHS in 2018 to release the safety study. Okay, everybody's heard all that, you know, that these vaccines are safe and effective, they're safe and effective. Well, let me tell you a little secret. In 2018, they sued to release a safety study. See, Ronald Reagan in 1986 said, look, if we're going to exempt the vaccine companies of any and all liability, and we're going to mandate that the people buy the product, you know, we got to hold them accountable. So so how are we going to hold them accountable? We're going to make them do safety studies. We're going to make them do safety studies. But not every year, because that would be way too many safety studies to do every year. So we're, we're going to make them do safety studies every other year. So in 2018, Robert Kennedy Jr., Dell Bigtree sued HHS to release the safety studies that were supposed to have been done every other year since 1986, which is 33 years. Mm -hmm. Brother, I want you to guess how many safety studies had been done. Take a guess. One. Zero. That was my second guess. Zilch. Did you hear what I said, guys? Not one single safety study had been done. But yet I'm, Christopher Key is that conspiracy nut job that, that, that says all, all vaccines are bioweapons. That, that, that's what Christopher Key says. And Christopher C Key says he would never, ever allow Satan to take any of these bioweapons. Guys, I, I've studied these vaccines backwards, forwards, and sideways. Why? Because of my children. And when I went down this rabbit hole 24 years ago, what God revealed to me has changed everything. Because I, I wanted to find a cure for my children and their PKU. But guys, please hear me when I say this. What God showed me is there is no disease. Did you hear what I just said? I said, God showed me there is no disease. All there is, I believe, is lack of cell-to-cell -cell communication, okay? When, when the cells quit communicating with each other, those cells cause inflammation. That inflammation has been given many names by the pharmaceutical industry, by, by the medical industry, like COVID, cancer, Parkinson's, diabetes. Guys, I believe all you have to do is make those cells communicate again. The inflammation goes away. Therefore, the disease goes away. And here in Boynton Beach, Florida, at my wellness ministry, all we do is apologize when those things happen. And we just tell you, look, if you want those things to come back, you go back to your wicked ways. You go back to drinking your fluoridated water. You go back to eating your genetically modified organisms. You go back to getting your, your, your six boosters you know, for the rest of your life. Because I promise you, it will come back. It will come back. And brother, do you, do you understand how the body's electric? Mm -hmm. Have you guys ever talked about that at all? Well, not on this show, but I'm familiar with it. Yes. Anybody out there, it, my background, again, as I told you earlier, was in exercise physiology, kinesiology, and, and everything really changed for me when I read the book, The Body's Electric by Robert Becker. The Body's Electric by Robert Becker. When I read that book, the blinders finally came off, and I finally understood that this temple is electric. God spoke, and we were. Mm -hmm. Everything is energy. Everything is frequencies. And, guys, I, I believe the three most important people that walked the face of the earth, number one was Jesus Christ. Number two was Nikola Tesla. You guys know about Nikola Tesla, correct? Yeah. 
beautiful. Number three is the one that please, guys, get your pen out. Please do the research on this man. This man's name was Royal Raymond Rife. Royal Raymond Rife. Go look this man up. Just to tell you a little bit about his brief history, in 1932, Royal Raymond Rife was given 16 terminal cancer patients by the equivalent of the American Medical Association, and in 60 days, he cured 14 to 16, took him another 30 days to cure the other two, 100% cure rate. And you people, for the most part, have never heard of this man. This man created the universal microscope, which at the time was the most powerful microscope on planet Earth until, until they created the atomic microscope. The atomic microscope, it looks at a cancer cell while it's dead. He was able to take his universal microscope in 1932 and look at a cancer cell while it was still living. And then he was able to take his frequency generator and his light frequencies and shoot it at it till he found the right resonance to disintegrate that cancer cell in real time. This is real science, guys. Anybody out there that has had kidney stones should know what they do when they can't break them up. They put you in a tub of water, and they do what's called lyptotripsy, where they then take sound frequencies, and they shoot through the water to break up those kidney stones so that you then pass them. If they can break up the kidney stones, why can't they break down the tumor? They can. And nearly 33 years ago, my best friend, my mentor, his name was Lynn Kenny. He made a lot of money working with a company called HealthSouth in Birmingham, Alabama, and he got prostate cancer. He was at UAB Hospital, and they said, look, brother, get your affairs ready. You got 90 days to live. And he said, you're not my God. It's not time for me to go home to my master. And he began to do research, and he came across this name, Royal Raymond Rife. And he was able to buy the original estate of Rife 33 years ago. He back-engineered it, and he cured himself of terminal cancer. And there's a device on the market called the Beam Ray that we don't market, we don't advertise. But there's over 10,000 of them have been in the field. We have one of them here in Boynton Beach. Anybody's welcome to come try it out for free. But, guys, I love to give away things for free. And I love proving people wrong. And, and so many people out there are living in pain right now. So many people that are listening to this are, are having pain, and they've taken the Rockefeller medicine. They've taken the petroleum. And all it does is put a Band-Aid that causes another Band-Aid to cause another problem. I challenge you guys, anybody out there, if you have pain in your knee, your back, your shoulder, your elbow, I don't care where your pain is, you take this little chip that I will send to anybody in the world for free, won't cost you anything whatsoever. All I need is your name, address, and email. Send you It's for you to text it to 205-936-9803, and I will ship these out anywhere in the world because I love it when it doesn't work. Because when it doesn't work, I get to go back to the lab and I get to talk to you and find out why God made you different. When I took this technology to my professor at the University of Alabama, Dr. Joe Smith and Dr. Bishop, and they did the first ever randomized double-blind placebo study on this technology, they came back to me and they said, Christopher, it's a sticker. How in the world is that sticker where we take thermal imaging photography of somebody's got rotator cuff pain or knee pain, and we take a photo of them, we see that red heat, you put the chip on there, and in 90 seconds, that red heat is dissipated to yellow and green. Guys, it's frequency. Everything is energy. And, guys, they are poisoning you with these frequencies from these cell phones. The, the, the radiation, the frequencies that are coming off of these, 
they affect you very, very negatively. And if you understand science, for every action, there has to be an equal and opposite reaction. So what I've been able to do is take the frequencies of God, embed it into a hologram, and then put those frequencies into your energy field, and it resonates them throughout your body. It resonates them throughout the body. Anybody got a cell phone, the best thing to do is take this little rectangular one that I'll send free to anybody out there, free of charge. You put this on your cell phone, it's going to give you, I believe, help your body to deal with these bad frequencies. This is why we were part of seven national championships in a row, because if you know anything about athletics, there's not much that separates A team from B team. So if my team has more energy, more focus, more flexibility, more endurance, less pain, guess what happens? They win, and they won often. They won so often in that, that, that we were banned. We were shut down because the frequencies are in that football field. They're affecting those athletes unbelievably negatively. But then using this, my guys don't get affected. So please, guys, anybody out there, this is something that everybody can be able to try for free. And like I said, I love it when it doesn't work for anybody. And and, and what I got to talk about next, uh, do I got five more minutes to talk about this, brother, real you quick? You do. You do. Go. I love taking care of the temple. And I'm the person that does not want to age. Um, and I want to live a, a very healthy lifestyle. Because I tell people, you, you can't go preach God's word if you don't take care of your temple. And that's why they've done everything they possibly can to poison your temple. So I'm all about identifying the problem, but I give solutions. I don't use fear to monger and, and, and use fear monger. I identify the problem, then we provide the solutions. And anybody out there, that if they, if they know anything about anti-aging, if you talk to any of the anti-aging doctors in the world, they will tell you if you want to stay young, if you want to slow down the aging process, you want to do what's called synthetic HGH, human growth hormone. You've heard of it before, Greg, right? Yes, I have. HGH. HGH, an amazing product, but the average person like me, brother, can't afford it. I mean, it costs you $4,000 a month. It's synthetic, so I won't have anything to do with it. And you have to inject it into your subcutaneous fat, okay? When you do that, guys, your liver transfers into what's called IGF-1, insulin, insulin-like growth factor. That's okay. what does everything. Dr. Lentini, an amazing, a wonderful man, has deer farms in New Zealand. His deer, their antlers, brother, their antlers are literally the fastest growing substance on planet Earth. They literally grow an inch a day. One inch a day do they grow. You can go to his farm in New Zealand, and if you stay there for 24 hours, you will see them grow an inch. Why do they grow so fast? Because the high concentration of IGF-1 that's in the tip of the antlers He's been able to freeze-dry it out, put into a lipo delivery system that his scientists invented, that they hold the patent and have hold, held that patent for 24 years that will give your temple 98% absorption. This is unheard of in the supplement industry. But more importantly, brother, they have the clinical studies to prove if you do the 100,000 nanograms, it increases your IGF-1 levels by 20%. So if you do the 200, it increases by 40%. And if you do the 300,000, which is what me, Stu Peters, Mike Adams, Jonathan Otto, all the elite athletes around the world does. It increases your IGF-1 levels by 60%. This, I believe, is going to give your body the nutrients it needs to rebuild, to regrow, to rejuvenate, to build your immune system. Guys, they don't want you to know about this. This is why this product was, this product was banned by the NFL, the PGA, Major League Baseball, 
and the NCAA. Please understand that food used to be that medicine. But by design, big ag, big government, they took all the alkaloids out of the soil. You can see all those alkaloids for cancer, for Parkinson's, for diabetes, for pain were in the soil, and it was passed on to the plants. And we either ate the plants or we ate the animals that ate the plants, and we got all those alkaloids. But they realized this, and they took it out. And I have another project we don't have time to talk about that I'm working on with Dr. Zach Bush called No-Till, No-Spray, Regen, Reag. And my goal, brother, is by 2035 for that medicine to be that food again. And my goal is to never ever have to sell a product past 2035. But I promise you guys, this product right here, I will continue to take because I know what it does for my temple to allow my body to rebuild, to regrow, to rejuvenate. And, and for all you guys that are listening, we're doing a special for you guys because we so appreciate you letting us come on here and, and, and spread my truth, okay? This may not be your truth, but, but this is my truth. And, and I've been living proof. If you look at my walk and see what I've done for the last 24 years, Anybody that goes to our website, getigf1.com, uh, getigf1.com or vaccine-police.com. If you buy any of my products, I'll give you the second product free. All you have to do is enter coupon code GREG. And guys, yes, you have to get on auto ship, but we can cancel it any time. You give this 90 days. Brother, you give this 90 days, and I promise you, your, your temple will be changed forever because you're finally getting the nutrients. And, and, and lastly, if you don't know anything about glutathione, we are being filled full of toxins. Again, from the water, the air, the, the food. you got to get these toxins out of the temple. I believe one of the best ways to do that is glutathione. And normally it's to do an injectable, but that's very, very expensive. Okay. We have glutathione that has 98% absorption that tastes like candy. And, and this is something I encourage all your listeners to, 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 to test and prove all things. And, and that's why... You know, we will ship these anywhere in the world for you to try this. And guys, if we can do this with this little chip, just imagine what can happen if we put more energy in the temple. And and if, if, do your listeners know anything about med beds, brother? I don't think so. We've never had uh, the subject brought up. You have had it brought up before? We have not. Okay. Well, guys, do research on med beds. Um, we have what's called the Keys to Life med bed here in Boynton Beach, Florida, where we're able to take those frequencies. We're able to analyze your voice frequencies and see what you're missing and put your body in fight or flight, spinning you in circles and putting these frequencies that your body's missing using Tesla technology, Rife technology, infrared heat, sacred geometry, and the things that we've seen happen are off the chart. And, and that's why, guys, they've done everything they can for the last 24 years to shut me up and shut me down because I fear no man. I fear not Satan. I, I know this temple that God has gifted each and every one of you will, hear me, it will heal itself from any and all things when you give it what God intended it to have. And I'm here to tell you, it's not petroleum. Do you understand that Rockefeller <laughs> medicine is nothing but petroleum? Have you talked about that with them before, Greg? Hey, we've talked about that, yeah. Guys, so. this is pharmacia. This is sorcery. And <laughs> sadly, no, it's a truth. No, I mean, Greek word. I understand perfectly. I mean, th this is what this is. And it's time you guys take the red pill and, and quit believing what the television tells you. Because, guys, it's called TV programming for one simple reason. They program your mind 
to their narrative and it's satanic, it's Luciferian. This is mass eugenics. They only want 500 million of you left here on the planet. That means 7.5 billion of you have to go away. Are you familiar with uh, the Georgia Godstones, brother? Yes, I am. Do, do you know who one of the last people to see it erected was? No. Was that you? That would be me, brother. Uh-huh. It, 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 quick story, because I know we only got a few more minutes, but I, I was at a conference in, in Georgia, and I had been to the Georgia Godstones many years ago and spent the night in the middle of it uh, when I was waking up to all this tyranny, and I just felt a strong calling to go back, and, and you know, I was only like two hours away, so... I got in my vaccine police mobile. If you haven't seen my car, brother, have you ever seen my car? No. Uh, I'll send you a picture of it. It, it says vaccine police. I love it. It's got uh, vaccines kill on the back of it. I've got the uh, bears death total um, as of this morning is is over 37,000. I mean, uh, 3,700 deaths that's been reported. And on the top of it, you you remember uh, Dukes of Hazard, mm -hmm. and um, they had General Lee. Well, I've got the... The, the Confederate flag on top of my car, but instead of General Lee, it's General Key. What do you think about that, brother? I like it. I like it. So so anyway, I, I get in the car, and, and and I drive to the Georgia Guidestones, and I get out, and I film everything to, to show everybody again how their plan is only 500 million of us left here on the planet. Mm -hmm. And the sun goes down. I get in my car, and I drive home. And at 4 o'clock in the morning, my phone just starts blowing up. And I'm like, what in the world just happened? And some of our very good friends, like Christopher, what did you do? I'm like, what did I do? What are you talking about? He said, the Georgia Godstones just fell down. What did you? I was like, dude, y'all know me. I am never about violence in any form of the fashion. I hate those stones. I think they're, they're completely, totally satanic and evil. But guys, I'm all about freedom of speech. All about right. freedom of speech. And yes, I despise those things. But I would never, I would never harm them or harm anybody else. Because guys, that's what they want. That they want us to be divided. They want us to fight about you're black, I'm white. You 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 you're you don't know who you are because you're a transgender. God help you. I mean, it, God didn't do this to you, brother. You took the vaccine that had had MRC dash five, which is the aborted fetus from the little baby boy. Y'all didn't know that MRC dash five. Go look it up. You also took in WI thirty eight. That was the aborted fetus little baby girl that they used to grow out your vaccines, and now they've injected those into you. And you don't know who you are anymore. This has been done by design. And this is all about divide and conquer. And guys, mm -hmm. it's time we stop. We are all God's children. And we have no future if we don't come together. And, and, and that's what they want. And, and that's why they are winning. And it's time we quit being divided, that we come together. And guys, that, that's what I've been doing for the last 24 years. And I do what I do for two simple reasons. Number one, my Lord and Savior. Number two, I do this for my children. I do this for my children because, brother, my children will never, ever be able to come to me and say, Father, why did you do your part? Right. Dad, why, why, why did you stand up to this tyranny? Guys, I'm standing up to this tyranny. I'm boots on the ground. And look, I understand a lot of you can't do what I do. And that's perfectly fine. But one thing I want you to hear me and hear me now, the one simple thing you can do, they don't want you to understand the power that everybody out there has. They don't want you to understand the individual power that you each have 
Well, you can take the information you've learned today from me and Greg, and you just share it with one person. One person. You share this information for one person, one will turn to two, two will turn to four, and before you know it, eight billion souls around the world will know the satanic, luciferian, your agendas, agenda that is happening right now. The genie's out of the bottle. The snowball's already going downhill, guys, uh -huh. and the biggest blessing we ever had, and I love it so very much, is COVID. I love COVID. I love COVID, and I love COVID because COVID has waken up the masses. And I'm able to come here and talk to Greg and bring up this information about vaccines without being called a conspiracy nut. Well, you'll probably still call me a conspiracy nut, but I don't care. But you're going to at least hopefully go do the research. And guys, when you go do the research, the research is undeniable. It's undeniable when you see the research. And some very simple place to start is on my website, vaccine-police.com, where I've got the 11 undeniable facts regarding all vaccines. And I need your help to take those 11 undeniable facts and you just serve them to one medical doctor, one medical doctor. Once that happens, that medical doctor has no more plausible deniability. And if that patient dies or damaged from that day forward, and he did not disclose this information. We can hold him criminally liable, but more importantly, we can hold those 100 senators I've already served these documents to the over hundred houses of representatives. I serve these documents to the president, Ferret Fauci, all those, they all will be responsible from that day forward. What are your thoughts on that, brother? Well, I'm looking forward to Nuremberg 2.0 because after a fair and complete trial, they should have their consequences, whatever that may be. Christopher, I really appreciate you coming in today. That was so much more <laughs> than I expected. And I'm sorry. So much, no, 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 no. That's not a bad thing. Okay. Um, you know, the, 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 uh, tagline for this show is stay curious and seek the truth and that's really what i'm really all about here is trying to find out that information and i would strongly encourage everybody to do their own digging Research. that's the most Research. important part it is. the links and things that uh christopher offered will be in the description of this episode um you know if you're interested explore them that's fine and I really appreciate you coming. And, you know, you, you mentioned that other project you're on about the farming. The title alone has gotten me curious. And I Love think I, I think I will be talking to you about that specifically in the future. Thanks again very much for being here. I really appreciate your time. Brother, you have no idea how 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 appreciative I am for giving me a voice. And, and, and I thank you so very much. And in closing, guys, please, if you want these little chips for free, text me your name, address, and email to 205 nine three six nine eight zero three or go to my website vaccine dash don't leave out the dash police.com and you can click at the top to get the free paint chips and if you want the um the deer antler velvet use coupon code greg and you can go to get igf1.com love you brother and god bless appreciate it much you have a good day you too brother thank you for joining us at the liberty mindset freedom is a state of being and liberty is a state of mind so stay curious and seek the truth.